thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 341 for Patch 7.1.5. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 341 of HearthCast, using Blood of Sargeras efficiently, fun with food, and ancient mana and the auction house. Thanks to the kind support of our Patreons, we're able to bring all of you another episode of HearthCast. To find out how you can help out, please visit patreon.com slash EIPS. We thank you in advance. Hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Well, there's an achievement that I wrapped up. It's called the Broken Isle Safari. Man. Well, okay, that's different. What are you doing with Safari? You catch stuff. You catch stuff. pets. Pets. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll never do that once. No, I know. It's all right. Were you about to get mad and then you changed your mind? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Not mad, no, but I, you're just like so far ahead of me on rap, and then every week you're doing something else with rap. Well, this week I just did pets. Because you're done with rap. You can have any more rap to do. Well, yeah, you'll be done eventually. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Uh-huh. Not the long. And then once you're done, you'll be like, man, I can't imagine a time when I wasn't done. Not soon enough, Freck. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, but I've been working on this on and off and only had two pets that I needed. They were both in Azuna. Okay. And they're both in the kind of the same area. And one of them is supposed to be rare and supposed to have take a long time to camp and you walked right up on it yeah pretty uh, much. that's one yeah. of those moments once i found yeah. the right spot took a while of climbing it's like oh it's just right there huh so okay did you like wow hit it the whole nine yards oh yes yeah, yeah. everyone's like oh i spent 17 hours it's not there <laughs> something like that yeah people do that on wowhead well it, you know it's one of those your mileage may vary type things it yes takes that long for some people and sometimes yeah. you get lucky so what can you do well you you did it, so that's right. Yeah. yeah, so it's nice, nice thing to check off. Still working on raiding with leashes off and on. That's uh, the one where you go through the ice crown. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that with you, uh, just to run through it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, stream that one. Then we get to fight over loot. Nah, nah. I mean, what's gonna drop for me? I've got invincible. Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, the cloth transmog, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, but meh. All right, fair enough. Well, how about you? Have you been up to anything interesting? Uh, just grinding out Suramar rep All uh, right. when I can. Yeah. Uh, doing whatever dailies are available or world quests, I should say. Is everything quite right? What? Or is something not quite right? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what the guards say when you run in the Oh, room. man, I don't pay attention to them. Right now, I'm not oh. even in there. It's a lot, I'm just doing the, the world quests that are available that are giving me Suramar rep. There's no questing I can do until I get my rep up. Well, yeah, but a lot of those world quests send you into Suramar City. I haven't had one yet. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I take that back. I did the dinosaur one a couple times. That one's fun, isn't it? No. No. It was, it was fun the first time. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. First time I was like, I'm riding a dinosaur. And now okay. I'm like, I'm riding a dinosaur. Great. Just goes to show you anything can get boring, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but here's the thing. I mean, 
in the world of suspension of belief, that's a pretty big one. Because if they ain't figured out how to keep the dinosaur in his cage and from killing the whole city this many times, something's wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. You do kill a lot of people when you let him out of the cage. Yeah. it's like. And then where does he go? I don't know. Back? Back, I And guess. then escapes again and again. kills a bunch yeah. of people again. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. It's fun, but there's zero risk. That's true. Is that why it's boring? Yeah. I, I kind of like stuff like that. Just no. stomping around. Uh, I finished up a quest uh, that uh, Odin gave me uh, to collect a bunch of, I don't know, souls or shards or something. I don't know. Toenails? Oh, the Trial of Valor? Yeah. I don't think it's toenails. Not toenails? It's pretty gross. Uh, pretty, yeah, yeah. I think it's hey. soul fragments. Soul yeah. fragments. You know, toe fragments, soul fragments, <laughs> soul of the feet. I had a connection. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, I see that. <laughs> yeah, my logic is solid. Uh-huh. Go with it. Your logic is something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it rewarded me a complete T-Mog set. Awesome. You would think. Oh, I would think. So I went and I T-Mogged into it. Okay. And, and it cost me over 500 gold. All right. Lesson learned, I could have just checked it out in the wardrobe without actually T-Mogging. Yeah, yeah. And, and then without actually applying the 500 gold without spending it. True. Because I already knew I didn't like it. But I thought, maybe it'll grow on me. Because it's got horns and it looks kind of demonic and No. It didn't. No, no, no. I don't like short sleeves on a goblin. I need full flowing sleeves on my goblin. Well, you want to, you know, make yourself look taller. So you want the big shoulders. What? No, they're not big shoulders. They're short sleeves. Is well, yeah, it- but I was saying like you want the big shoulders. Then we're going to have the big shoulders. You can't have the short sleeves to go with it. That's just tacky. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You're agreeing with me. I like I am, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's just- a new feeling, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, 500 gold uh, that had to go then T-Mug back into my normal T-Mug. It's a thousand gold lesson. <laughs> Just use a wardrobe. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I'm getting these weird order hall uh, quests to go back into old dungeons and kill bosses. It's probably not that they're old. It's just that I didn't either get them or couldn't do them when the first time they came around. And now they're coming back and now I'm like, hey, I haven't done that. And then I go do it. And it's like, this, why am I here? <laughs> you know? To get a reward that gives you what artifact power? Some artifact power. Um, sometimes it's loot. Artifact power is cool because it true. doesn't matter yeah, when you yeah. get that. You can always use artifact power. I'm thankful for that. I think you can get it faster through world quest though. Is the I, issue? Uh, gave me a ring. One of them gave me a ring, and it was actually an upgrade. It wasn't a huge upgrade, but it was an upgrade which I was thankful for. Tried playing some hots on my work laptop. Uh, it's just not cut out for it. It's just too laggy. That's and, not good. And even against AI, it was just more frustrating than it's worth. So I'm doing upgrade on laptops. I'm just going to hold off on that. Okay. Still play Hearthstone. Could still play Hearthstone. So that's true. And then, Frank, you and I both helped host a Tavern Hero Qualifier for Hearthstone, an official qualifying event. Had, uh, what, 15 people show up. Well, we needed 16. I was just a greeter. You were actually checking people in and verifying decks along with uh, Amy, the other host. So you guys pretty much disqualified yourselves from actually being able to participate in the event because you saw everybody else's decks. Yeah, I can't really go in the tournament after that. It, it would make it, yeah, you know, unfair advantage. Yeah. So to make the 16... Which is the minimum. I was tapped. Yeah. So I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll 
I'll play in a tournament. But no, I couldn't play in a tournament. Because it had been so long since I had played Hearthstone that Hearthstone said, hey, welcome back. Go kill these three people. I had to defeat three uh, different classes. You did. And I got two. You had to help me with one, admittedly. It was the hunter that you had to help me with. It was. It was Hilaria. Uh, Hilaria. And was, I fought her three times. And then I was like, I, I need to go. <laughs> but then I was pretty much done in my mind. And so you uh, you fought her. And I came back and you were like, done. And I'm like, you're done? And you're like, well, she plays the same cards in the same order, which I was like, what? You know, Because <laughs> I didn't even realize that. So that was cool. And so then I was able to play Hearthstone, but now I had to have decks to play in a tournament. Yeah, pre-submit. Uh, so we just randomized those. Yeah, we literally did. Make a deck, done. Do you want us to fill this deck with 30 cards? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so they were completely random. I had no idea what I was doing. I had to pick four classes, so I had to have four decks, right, right. completely random. Mm-hmm. And I had a, uh, I had, I had my mage because I know how to play mage. I had a pally. I had a warrior, and I think a priest. Yeah, I think that sounds right. And then I entered the tournament with my random decks. I didn't win the tournament by far, <laughs> but I didn't goose egg either. I actually awesome. won uh, two matches. Uh, one against a very good player who comes to all, almost all of the meetups for Hearthstone. And he's a very good, avid player, and he just didn't get the cards. He was playing a warrior weapon deck. Right. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. And pirate, probably. And didn't get a weapon. Yeah, that's kind of rough. And it just, math. I outmathed him, so... <laughs> The other one that I won was just this, the person I was playing against, I had some like really big card or minion on, on my playing field. And he spent like all his resources defeating that card. And my very next draw was another one of those cards. <laughs> and I put it back out on the, on the playing field. And he just went, well, that sucks. <laughs> and um, he conceded like two moves after that. He's like, yeah, there's no way. And then unofficially, I don't. I know it doesn't count towards the game, but I think it counts towards my stats. There were two times that I didn't realize uh, I accidentally played a, the wrong class. I'd already won with it, so I couldn't play it again. Mm-hmm. And um, both times, the other opponent went, "Oh, you played the wrong class." I'm like, "Oh, look, I'm totally sorry." I'm like, no worries, and they they conceded. So I know it doesn't go to tournament, but on my official stats, I won those games. <laughs> Your official stats, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the ones against friends count for anything. Do they? No. Oh. Well. Because well. you can just cheese those. Yeah, still. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, they totally do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Got two wins, Root. <laughs> yeah, four. Two. Total of four. Total of four. Yeah, two concedes <laughs> and uh, two, well, actually three concedes. Enjoy and, that uh, victory screen there. Yeah, I did, man. Yeah. I, I screenshotted all of them. It wasn't even my laptop, but I screenshotted them. <laughs> so somebody out there has screenshots of my victories. <laughs> and that's been just a glimpse at our week in the Blizzard universe. The blood of Sargeras, Freckleface. It's all over. It is all over. It's kind of gross. No, it's not. It's a nice little vial. Yeah, but the concept of it. Oh, well, I don't think about that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of it. There seems to be like an infinite amount yeah, of it. He does have quite a lot. It has got value. It does. Quite a lot. It is the uh, major crafting currency of the Legion expansion. 
but not everybody uh, crafts. And so it's got other uses, which we're going to cover here. A lot of ways you can get blood as a garris, like the gathering professions. Right. You can be going along and do mining, skinning, or herbing. And along with your regular take for that particular node, you also get uh, blood. As long as you're ranked two in all of those. As we know, each faction has a vendor that sells different shoulder enchants. Right. And I was applying them haphazardly. I think I had the one that gave me extra meat for a while. And just like, well, I'd like to cook. I'll take the meat. Sure. I wasn't really paying attention to it. But however, the one from the Wardens, um, it's called Boon of the Blood Hunter. Every once in a while, whenever you loot something, you get an item that has a Vladis Argaris in it. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. I'm doing the the Mana Seeker one, so because I'm still in my ancient mana. Yeah, see, the the issue why I dropped that is because all of the mana stuff is soulbound. So I yeah, can't, the ones you get are, yes. Yeah, so I can't trade it or anything like that. Now, there's also a way to get it through fishing, I understand. Yeah, it takes a long time, though. You have to have the new fishing artifact, the one that was just released in 7.1, which takes a while to get. I mean, I, I fished kind of casually. Casually, the, you fished five hundred the other day. Well, I had to get my dagger mall. It's a little more than casual. Five hundred fish isn't that much. Than casual, casual is like no, that's, five. No golf clap. No, it's like just sticking your toe in the water. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, so if you do get this artifact, it has a trait called blood fishing that grants a chance to get the blood of Sargeras when you're fishing in the in the Broken Isles. Obviously, world quest and your emissary caches. Uh, will contain them as well. They might drop if you disenchant a rare or epic item. Your heroic and mythic dungeons have a chance on rewarding them as well. An alchemist can transmute this item. That's on a one-day cooldown. And they're also found in some treasure chests in Suramar, specifically the Glimmering Treasure Chest. There are a lot of ways to get the Blood of Sargeras. Thankfully, there's also a lot of ways to spend it. It's used in some of the more advanced crafting recipes, and the higher the recipe that you have, uh, the fewer bloods it's going to take, but it still requires those bloods. Because you're more efficient. Yeah. Need less blood. In theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird theory, <laughs> but I'll go with it. Uh, you can make some fun items like your steel-bound harness, which is a mount. There's Chatterstone. It's a pet. Trigger, pet. Leyline, brazier. The Elderhorn riding harness, which is another mount. And then you can do something with your mechabound imprint matrix, which allows you to catch mechanical pets. If you're a hunter, yeah. If you're a hunter. Oh. Yeah, tame them. Oh, okay. Uh, neat. Also, you can make this cool thing. It's a BOA item. It's a cauldron called the Spirit Cauldron. And this is your, I'm going to take this to my raid item. Because what it does, you drop this cauldron down in your raid. And everybody can get their class-specific flask for raiding from this cauldron. One of the things with raiding is everybody's supposed to have their flasks with them. If you just drop a cauldron, then everybody has their flasks. And you don't, you know, you kind of avoid that issue. All right, so we know where we get the Blood of Sargeras, so we know what they're used for. But, okay, me personally, where I'm at right now in the game, I'm not crafting anything, so that first one's off. I'll never make any of those pets or mounts or anything, so that one's off. I might... Do the BOA spirit cauldron thing, but it's going to be a long time before I get that. So I have another alternative because I'm collecting a lot of these things. I've got over 140 of them right now. So luckily, sitting there in Dalaran is none other than our friend 
Donia Bloodthorn. She sells a bunch of different stuff, mostly uh, meat, fish, herbs, cloth, leather, and ore. And what's really nice about it is that you you do have recipes that you learn with your main profession that uses something else that you can't gather. Right. Like there's a few engineering recipes that require some herbs. Yes. It's like, well, you know, I could go try to buy some, but I can also just take what I already have, which is the blood and just get the herbs for it that I need. Yep. Uh, I've been using it to buy meats, different types of meats to give to Nami to burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but sometimes he returns me a recipe. So I've gotten my recipe upgrades that way from him. At least he's been burning them less. They're Slightly, whatever. <laughs> somewhat edible. So I just have all this nasty food. You know what's kind of interesting with him is uh, he'll buy his burnt food right back. So Yeah. It's like, a, all right. <laughs> and she also sells a cache of order resources, which is hugely helpful if you're looking for that next tier in the uh, order hall upgrades. Or if you find yourself limited with time and you know you're going to be away from the game for a while. Yeah, you and can you want to s- keep doing missions. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. If I don't have enough time to go collect order hall resources, I'll look at my available missions. And if other things are rewarding uh, more interesting things, I will go do those. And I will buy my order hall resources, uh, you know, through her. Now, they normally come in a stack of, what, 200. However, there are multipliers that exist in here for some reason that will give you 400 or 600 when you open them up as well. When you get lucky. And I... I don't know when I've done it. It's always started at 200, 200. If I buy them in multitudes, it's like 200, 200, 200, 400, 400, 600, 600, 600. It just keeps, the more I tend to open, the higher it seems my chances of a multiplier being in there. Well, that could just be just percentage. You're opening more, save more of a chance to get lucky. Eh, very well. Could be. Now, super annoying. What's that? Let's say you want 200 lay stone ore. Okay. She sells a stack of 10. Yeah. For one blood. So you're buying 20? Yeah. If my math is right. Your math is correct. That means I have to click on her. Right click. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. 20 times. I was going to try to say something in French like, oh, no, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no is French, isn't it? No. Could be, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I was going to, like, like, I don't know. I was going to try some French phrase, and I can't even think of a French phrase to try. <laughs> that sounds too much like French fries. There is an add-on, Freckleface, that is called Blood Trader Add-on. I love it when a add-on author just gets straight to the point. And that's what this add-on does. You can get it, of course, over a curse. I just called Blood Trader. It allows you to shift, click, buy in stacks. Freck, you want to buy 100 stacks? Really? Go buy 100 stacks. Wow. It shows you in the interface how many bloods you have and how many order hall resources. It shows you everything right there. So you don't have to guess. You don't have to go look in your currency tab. It's right there. It has the option to remove that annoying confirmation dialog box. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's super fast. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm running over. I'm buying multitudes of like 10s and 20s because I know I'm going to go either load up on order hall resources or I'm going to load up on stuff I want to give to Nami or whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm not there to buy onesie twosies. Mm-mm. Ain't going to happen. Ain't got time for that. So the blood trader add-on, you got to get it. If you don't have it, get it because, geez, you're just wasting time. 
And you want to be... Now I'm stressed out by the time I've wasted. You can't get it back either. I'm sorry. It's gone. (laughs) It's not coming back. But this is one of those, it's one of my favorite add-ons. It does something, it does it good, it does it right, and it's not bloated. It's just, it just works. It specifically allows you to buy uh, the order hall resources very quickly. They have that in the patch note in there for some reason. Like, it works really well with order hall resources. Okay. And it does. It works the same way with, with all of them, though. It's just very efficient. Well, last expansion, I used an add-on called Bulk Buy. Yes. Because I was buying the same thing. I was spending the 500 garrison resources to buy the, the sacks of gold when I wanted to cash out. Right. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it, were, and it had the same problem then where, you know, you can only buy one at a time and a confirmation box in between. They also had that issue, if you harken back to our days of the uh, garrisons, when you can only submit a work order one at a time. And then they have an add-on that came out that allowed you to do the maximum work orders, and they finally incorporated that in the right, UI. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness. Actually, the moral of the story is to collect as much blood as a garrison as you can, spend it on what is important to you. Whether it be meats, ores, herbs, resources, it's easy to obtain. It's easy to spend. And now with this add-on, you can be really efficient with your spending as well. Yeah, and it really makes it so that you don't have to stress about getting one type of resource over another. You know, like if you need fatty bear steaks, you can get as much fatty bear steaks as you want. You don't have to worry about somebody price gauging it in the auction house. No, you don't. And that's one of the ones that I got for uh, one of my upgraded recipes. My salad recipe, I think, was one of the ones I got. The Ajari salad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So go get it and go check out that add-on. Well, speaking of fatty bear steaks. I love speaking about fatty bear steaks. You know, I bet those actually would be pretty tasty in real life. Probably would be. Probably be. Don't think I've had bear. I have not had bear. You had other types of weird meat? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like elk and bison. And well, I had bison. It was like a bison restaurant near my house. Yes. Here. Yeah. yeah I've been to that. Yeah. That's, that was the second place I had bison. The first place was out in Colorado. Is Colorado bison better than Florida bison? <laughs> it was the same, but the, the weird part about the Colorado bison is we're in a field where you could see bison. Yeah. And like, have you ever had like a hamburger when you're... You know, there's like a cow in the field across from you. You're just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. mm. No, can't relate. Yeah, it's just a little awkward. Like, yeah, this is your cousin Vinny, and he's delicious. Well, that so. was kind of like Christmas. I mean, we had duck. <laughs> the, while, with the while, duck. Yeah, while the ducks, while the rest of the ducks were like, you know, looking in the window. Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> We're just like, hey, Fred! you give her biting our ankles? Fred! <laughs> Fred. Now you got to get over any sort of like animal sympathy if you're going to play WoW, though. Yeah, or I should just go join Dita. Yeah, that's true. All right, fatty bear steaks. What about them, since we were talking about them? They're used in a food called bear tartare. Which you gave me some, by the way. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. I always like to cook for you. That's cool. Um, it does the same thing as the warp walking uh, buff that you get from Chief Telemancer Oculus, though. Um, that's the, you kill something and I get a 50% speed increase for 15 seconds. Oh, okay. All around Suramar. Well, that's, so, that, that's similar. Right. But that only works in Suramar. Right. So. Oh, wait. The food Works in other places? It works everywhere. Every, and everywhere in, in Legion? No, everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere in Azeroth? Yes. 
In Outland. In Outland? Yeah. And, and how about interdimensional space portal Azeroth? Um, if you can walk, then yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's a it's a seventy percent increase, but it's only for five seconds. And here's where it gets fun. Okay, my mind is racing, but go go. Okay, go. all right. Low level dungeons. I knew it. I know. It's so oh. much fun. If you want to run something super low level, all you have to do is get like whatever instant cast AOE that you have and just spam it. So you're just AOE killing low level mobs and you're getting a speed boost. Right. For how many seconds? Five seconds. Which is more than enough time right. to get to the next next mob and kill it and get the get the oh buff refresh. Gosh, this yeah, is, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun though. I, so all right, you're doing radio unleashes. You said you said you're running ICC. I am running ICC. Yeah. Are you speed running? I am ICC? speed running ICC. <laughs> Let me tell you something. By the time I killed the first boss, uh, the the Bone Storm guy, Bone he, Storm. he is. Doing all of his emotes at once, including his death rattle emote, whenever he says when he dies. Meanwhile, the guy at the front is still trying to, like, tell me to be careful and whatnot. I'm like, I'm on, no, I'm, I'm already done. I have to turn the sound, I have to turn the voices part of the sound off. Really? Yeah, because otherwise it's just so much dialogue all at once. Uh, we are totally speedrunning this. Yeah. I did not realize you could use this food outside of Legion. Well, a lot of Legion foods don't work outside of the Broken Isles. A lot of these, quote, gimmicky ones. Uh, for example, there's a similar food item called the Spiced Wildfowl Omelet. And that one only works in the Broken Isles. All right. So do you know where where, they, where do you get this recipe for this, uh, the Bear Tartar? Because now I want this. Well, it's a, uh, it's a drop from a rare NPC over in Stormheim. I can't pronounce the mob's name. It's Stormheim. It's Yeah, they're all Nordic sounding. Yeah. like... <laughs> Every single consonant, no vowels. That's all Pretty I'm much, say. I just call everybody in Stormheim Bjorn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> in Sla- in uh, Slava? Yeah, we should, we'll say Bjorn and Slava. There you go. So it's a rare NPC in Stormheim. Kill him, loot the item, and Nami will show up. He'll offer you a quest that's called Too Many Cooks. You just turn the you quest, the quest. And... Yeah. You get the recipe for Bear Tartar. Yeah, we've got the name down here. I'm not going to try to pronounce it either. Mord. We'll call him Mord. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go look them up because now I want. Uh, you, I, don't, I don't want to rely on you to give me all the food because uh, you know I want to love my cooking as well. Well, true. My mind is just tripping. It's tripping. It is yeah. because I just ran the other day because I hadn't gotten the mount as of the time before I ran it, Kara, and I actually ran it. Uh, via splash top, which was kind of fun. <laughs> I wasn't worried about anything, but I could have run it fast. Well, no, I don't kill anything. No, in that you're one. just in the <laughs> first room. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't really matter. Well, but I also ran doing... Tempest Keep. Oh, yeah, that would help. But with Tempest Keep, now I just go aggro all the things and go kill them while uh, dude's doing Kelthasas oh, is doing true. his uh, his RP. His speech, yeah. Yeah, he's like, okay, you got time to talk. I got time to, you know, kill. Right. So, but I could have run faster. Yeah. Uh, I just, <laughs> just, I just want to do that. I want to do like, let's stop the show and go do this. No, we'll do it later. Oh, man. That, that's Good focus, a, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, how does, how does, I'm almost broken on how Let fun this is going to be. It, it is a lot of fun. I tried it in Old War. It's pretty fun there, too. 
Although that's a bit more spread out, so it yeah. is being kind of difficult. I'm not a big fan of the first. You know, we get in the tanks and all that in Old War. I guess you don't yeah. really have to get in the vehicles, do you? I don't know. You do, yeah. I don't like But it that. didn't take that long. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to run some of that. Uh, that sounds like fun. I know a friend is looking for an ICC lockout, so we may have to bring them. We'll have to do the whole thing. Well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And probably takes you 10 minutes to do the whole thing. If that. Really? Uh, no, you're right. About 10 minutes. Oh. Yeah. All right, so Bear Tartar. You can get it on the auction house if you don't want to go learn the recipe. And grab that and go run around Azeroth. Kill stuff and run faster. That's uh, that's what's tattooed on my goblin's shoulder. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Kill stuff, run faster. Kill stuff, run faster. <laughs> Nothing about blowing stuff up? No. Kill no. stuff, run faster. All right. That's one of the reasons I couldn't wear the short sleeves. I don't want everybody to see my tattoo. Oh, yeah. Tattoos have been in the game, but only for select people. Like, just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so folks, go grab that bear tartar and send us your screenshots and uh, your little speed runs. Ancient mana, Freckleface. You're all about the ancient mana. I am all about the ancient mana. And the auction house. Combining those two, and I am just a kid in a candy shop. I have talked about it ad nauseum. So I'm not going to talk about where to go get ancient mana. Everybody knows where to go get their ancient mana. I will say this, though. The ancient mana crystals and the ancient mana gems are both sellable and tradable on the auction house. You can flip them, you can buy them, you can sell them. Typically, your ancient mana crystals are going between 300 and 500 gold, and your ancient mana gems are going between 1K and 3K gold. Recently, with patch 7.1.5, there's been a huge spike in it. If you didn't get to ride that wave, I'm sorry. It's starting to calm down now, but they're still high. So it's still fun to trade in them. Now, there's a couple schools of thoughts here, Freck. You're either going to farm them or flip them. Or just use them yourself if you're not going to get involved. But if you are going to get involved in the auction house, you're either going to farm or flip. If you are farming, I'll tell you where to go get them right now. My two favorite places to go get them. Number one, Azure Gale Bay. That's the bay over in the east side of uh, Broken Isles. Reason I like it, not a lot of mobs. If you've got any kind of water walking ability or mount, then you just run around the bay. When you see your little blue nodes pop up on your map, you just hover over them. If it says shard, it's not tradable, but if you need ancient mana, go grab it. But if it says crystal or gem, drop down, swim down, grab it, swim back up, or there's some rocket, I don't know, booster thing you can toy that you equip. You've got one. It launches you from the bottom of the ocean all the way up. Blaze boy. That thing? Yep. Uh, that'll get you right up really quick. Uh, but I just use unending breath. I don't have to worry about it. No big deal. Swim back up, mount back up, run over the next one. There's not a lot of mobs to contend with. Yeah, there's some fish and stuff and sharks, but whatever. It's not a lot. Now, a little bit of a bonus, there are some rare fishing chances while you're there, schools and whatnot that will spawn in that area that are, if you're doing any kind of fishing questing or leveling, that's good for you to do there. My other favorite spot, Falinar. It's like the Midwest border of Suramar area. It's got the fallen mobs, but they're just those little zombie dudes. They're pretty easy to kill. And they drop ancient mana, so that's kind of nice. Do you go down where all the spiders are? 
Eventually, I do. I clear I the top area first, refuse. and then I drop down. And once I've dropped down, there is a way out, but you got to fight your way up. I get kind of turned yeah, around I, in there. Oh a lot. yeah! Once I get down the spiders, I just panic because King is my flight master's whistle. Yep. I don't know how to get out. Hearth. That's, that's, I- that's not okay. <laughs> so I've become very particular with this expansion about not trying to take shortcuts to get from one place to another. That's what this expansion is all about. Well, I, I understand that, but like, I'm trying to get like a good feel for the, how the land and how the okay. how everything is yeah. organized. I'll give you that. So like, I try to find okay if I can't get. If I can't figure out how to get down, where is the path? I look for it. I could just like goblin glider down. Yes. But I will usually try to get down. So it bothers me if I don't know how to go from one place to another. Even if I can just avoid the whole thing by hearthing and just get out of it. It's like it just it irritates me. And that place irritates me. It is a little irritating. I'll give you that. When you drop down. When you're up on top running around Falinar, not a big deal. Well, I'm saying spiders area down the bottom, right? Down the bottom, yeah. yeah. You got giants to contend with as well up top. Oh, yeah. But they don't hit hard anymore. I mean, when, you know, Expansion first came out, they were something to contend with. Now I can take two or three on as a clothy, and it's not a big deal. But you're saying it's a good place to go. It is. It's got a very good high concentration of gems and crystals on both those, on both the bay and in Falinar. Now, I tend to farm, and I flip, but I farm and flip. I do both. I farm in the mornings, like 6 a.m. Oh, my God. I'm up. My routine is usually I'm at the gym for, you know, 30, 45 minutes and I come home. And uh, That's not even the first thing you do? No, I'll go to the gym first. Ah. Go to the gym. You're morning people. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy like I that. know. So, go to the gym, watch Netflix, because that's what I do at the gym. Sure. Well, I'm, you know, on the elliptical. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> going to the gym and stand battle in right. the smoothie bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not this. They have... They have a, a water back massage thing. Oh, wow. It's like a like a plastic bed with water jets on it, so you don't get Sign wet. Sign me up for that. I, they used to have one of those in the mall, and yeah, I took it thing. out. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like a hydro Yeah, that's like my favorite. Oh, man. Yeah. I get every Friday. Oh, jelly. You ought to be. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, 6 o'clock in the morning, I am farming. I've got buddies who, uh, who know that I'm on. They're also morning wow people, and we chat back and forth. And we laugh about what, what her. Is, what is there to talk about at 6 a.m., honestly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, about your day and how you're doing and different uh, things and what your plans are and what how you're doing farming and all that. Yeah, Where you are in quest lines and storylines. So you're not just like, Because that's about like my level of communication at 6 in the morning. <laughs> so wait, just, that's me at 1030 at night. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> 10.30 rolls around, and Root's like, they're like, are you demonic? You're supposed to be speaking English or common, not demonic. I'm like, well, here's the thing. I will venture to say that a high percentage of WoW players fall into your category, not mine. Because Fallen R, you're normal. <laughs> Fallen R is deserted. There's a, I might see like one other person there, and if I do, I get mad at them, and I tell them to go away. I say camped, and that doesn't work in this game because they don't understand what it means. No, they don't. <laughs> However, I get a very good return while I'm there. I might be there for 30 minutes, might be there for 45, and I will pull 6, 8, 10 total of some kind of combination of crystals and gems. So we're talking five to 10,000 gold return on what I'm going to be pulling out of there. Wow, that's a lot. At no cost. Remember, these are the ones I farmed. Right. 
So I'm farming and flipping. We have some rules we're going to flip. The first rule is you got to take your motion completely out of it. You have to go by the data. You have to do your homework. You have to go look at the Undermine Journal. You have to go look at WOW Auction. You have to know what the numbers are. You have to know if it's a rising market or if it's a falling market. You have to know if the volume is there or not. Make those decisions based on the raw data. Not emotions, not feelings, not like, I think the market's going to go high. No. I can't just trust my intuition? Nope. Ah. Can't do it. As I said a little earlier, there was a huge spike right before this patch came out, 715. Huge spike. Why? Because people read patch notes. But I didn't go on that. I didn't think to myself, hey, people read patch notes and now they're going to buy a lot of ancient mana. Why? Because they want to get their, their ancient mana stuff done so they get their wrap up. I looked at numbers and the numbers were rising across the board. So that means it's on an uptick and that means I'm going to get as many as I can as low as possible. I set my thresholds to whatever it was that I was buying them at. In this case, if it fell below 370 gold for the crystals and below, I think it was 500 gold for the uh, gems. And I was selling them at four to five times that amount. So the gems are going up into the 2000s and the crystals were going into the 700s. Now, I got to remember, I do have rules when I flip. There is a minimum amount of gold that I'm going to want to make. So it's worth my time. And that gold is, it's very low. It's seven gold. I'll flip for seven gold. So if something's going for like, I don't know, 500 gold and someone comes in and puts it at 500 and, or 493, I'll buy it. Well, it has to be a little lower as long as I can sell so it. So 492. Yeah, 492. Yeah. I'll buy it that and put it back up to 500. That's worth my, you know, it's worth my time because I'm clicking anyhow. Might as well. I'm sitting at a stoplight usually or at my desk because I'm doing this all on the, on the remote auction house. It is usually a lot higher than that, though. That number, that discrepancy is usually 25, 30, 40 gold. I do like if someone's undercutting. I don't like the nickel and dime undercuts. I'll wait till someone's undercutting like 20 gold. Then I'll, I'll take that undercut. And I always set my spend limit. This is something I have religiously done since flipping in the auction house. It used to be 10% of my net. Now I can't because I ended up buying out the whole market. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just, that's how it would be. So I set limits. I'm not going to spend more than 20,000, whatever it might be. Once I have that limit, I don't cross that limit. It's just like you're going in, you know, it's like a casino. You only gamble what you want to lose. But in this case with ancient mana, there's no loss. I might get stuck with it. If I get stuck with it, guess what? I need it. I'll use it. I'll go run my, my, uh, my Watt, my Withered Army training. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go do that. So um, it's not a bad thing. So it's very low risk with the Ancient Man of Crystals and Gems. That's what I love about it. Now, today I was able to kind of reset the market. I was only able to reset it on the Crystals, not the Gems. And I reset it by going in there and, man, prices are like really, really high. We're talking 600s. And I had a lot of crystals that I had farmed. So I said, well, you know what? I farmed these. I could sell them at 500 like everybody else, or I could undercut a little bit. But I want to kind of reset this pricing that we have going on here to kind of reset it, bring it back to what it was prior to uh, our patch. 
So at complete random, just random number for a guy, I picked 420. Completely random. Nothing right. to do with anything. No, no, no. Nothing no. at all. No. no. So I, actually, it was 420, 42, 42. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just random. And that reset the whole market. Everybody was bringing down on the 420s after that. I have no idea why that happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it did. Every, I mean, every, people were canceling auctions and every, just, it just reset like I expected it to do. Uh, the gyms did not do the same thing. The gyms, I brought it down too far because they were trading in the 2000s. Yeah, the 2000s. And I tried to bring it down under 1,000. And it just they sniped them up and they were back up in the 2000s. When you're doing that, you have to be very careful because what happens can happen. Like on the crystals, it worked. I was able to bring the market down and then I was able to trade where I wanted to trade because what happens is you get it down to the 420 range, which we were. Now people are coming in and they're undercutting the 420, which is a thing to do, I guess. So when they're undercutting that, though, I was able to buy it even lower because people come in and go, oh, I'm going to sell it at 20 gold lower. Okay, well, now I'm down in, in 400. That's a great spot to be buying ancient mana in. So... My cost is now less in flipping. Now, in the ancient mana gems, did not work at all. I brought it down too low. I thought, you know, take a chance. People bought it and uh, flipped it themselves. So I lost out on that. But yeah, I still made gold on it, but didn't get to reset the market like I wanted to. So the question, you know, flip or farm? It's math. So when I'm running around 15, 20, 30 minutes in Falinar, I can pull 10 to 20K gold out of that. With the caveat that you're running around when no one else is there at an off-peak time. A lot of people don't have that option. Yeah, yes and no. Because I see ancient, I mean, I see it all the time when I'm running around regardless of when I am. There's more competition. Right, right. But, but like can, that number, as far as getting that amount in that short of time. It helps and no one's on, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, be committed. I mean, it's probably less people there at the same, I don't know, middle of night. I don't know. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> just go run around. I like sleeping better. Okay, I do too. I'm very good at that. I noticed that. Yeah, I'm a good sleeper. <laughs> so, you do have to remember flipping is a long game. It's not something that you're just going to go and throw stuff on the auction house and it sells immediately. Usually if it sells immediately, that's a bad sign. That's a sign that you priced it too low. <laughs> it was a good deal for someone and they, they sniped it up. So your flipping is usually a long-term deal. Your farming, it requires a front-end investment of, of your time. And then you're going to listen on the auction house and hope for a sale, which is still a long time. They're both kind of long-term deals. There's definitely more risk in flipping because you're actually spending your own hard-earned gold uh, than farming you to spending your hard-earned time. I do both. I recommend both. I know some people don't. You don't. You don't flip. We were at the Hearthstone tournament, and I flipped... Ancient mana all day while we were there. I kept showing you my phone. Look, look, another 6,000 gold. Look, look. And you're like, ah. Like, that's nice, Root. It's too many variables for me. I like seeing a steady progression. I can share my spreadsheet with you. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that. But, yes, I you know, I, I'm co- I will loot something of value and think, oh, I can sell this for a lot. And then I'll post it three times and then it won't sell and I'll have to sell it for way less than what I thought. The answer, and I hate doing this because I've been told I solve people's, I just, you know, like I, I'm a fix it guy. And so you just presented something. That's with fine. Me. You go ahead. Okay. You're not doing the research. You're not going out to the Undermine Journal. You're I, not I going went, out to no, Wild no, Auction. no. I went to it. I went to it. But what did you learn? I learned the average price. Okay. And the last sold pro- for price. Okay. 
Yeah. And? And? I don't know. All right. So there's so much more there. You will learn when the best day is, when the best time is. Oh, I don't have the patience. I can't wait for a particular day to sell it. I'll forget. <laughs> That's what Google reminders are for. Uh, I suppose. Hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to sell my junk on the auction house today. Just do that. Yeah, yeah. It'll tell you when they sell. I mean, it has enough data to know if something's sold or something more than likely expired. It's got that information. True. So you can look at those things. You can tell right off the bat, okay, this thing normally sells for 300,000 gold, right? Let's say something normally sells for 300,000 gold, according to the pop-up that you got in game. You go into the Undermine Journal, and you find out that 90% of the time that auction expires. So it's not truly selling for it's that much? It's not truly. Usually in that case, someone's transferring gold. Right. For an item. Now, if it says 300,000 gold, and you go out to the Undermine Journal, and it says this thing sells for 300,000 gold, and it sells Tuesdays. At 5 p.m., that's going to tell me that people are getting home, they're checking out what's on the auction house before they go raid with their raid team, and that's a good buy. So you have to understand how the players think. You have to have that player mentality and understand, which we all do. We play the game. We have the mentality. And you have to go look at the data that the Undermine Journal and Wild Auction give. You combine them both because they both offer a little bit different information. Discern what you get out of that. Gel it all together, and then you'll know. Link me that item later on in game, and I'll go do the research, and I'll tell you when to sell it. Okay. So we'll, we'll do. do that. So get out there. Farm that ancient mana. Get those gems and crystals up on the auction house. Make yourself some gold. And then go spend that gold on, I don't know, crazy pets and toys and whatever else you want to buy in the world of Warcraft. Folks, don't forget to head on over to iTunes. Give us a rating there. Five stars are always good. Also, comments are fantastic because that lets other people know what you think of the show. And uh, that'll help them make the decision whether or not they want to listen to the show based on what you say. And that's like the best form of advertising we can get. So we thank you for doing that. We also want to give a special thank you to Spanky Hunter and Salvation uh, for sending us some information on Twitter about mouse over macros. For that barrel game that the Karen Tor do. I haven't played it. Uh, we still, me and the Karen Tor, uh, lawyers are involved now. Uh, we're talking. Well, I mean, you might want to use these macros that might uh, smooth an, things over. It's gone arbitration already. Uh, <laughs> we're not uh, seeing eye to eye on their uh, psychotic nature. Uh, not allowed to say any more about it, according to counsel. My solicitor says no. We also want to thank all of our followers on Twitter, our friends on Facebook. And as we close this show, episode number 341, we want to thank each of you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. 
And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network. 